Hi there, I'm Kenan, and I'm the DM for Top of the Round. We are a homebrew, character-driven, actual play podcast, fueled by the power of D&D 5e. What happens when a naive druid, an orphaned monk, and a mysterious drought elf are roped into becoming a mailman for a goddess? Join Talus. As you know, my bosses aren't the most merciful people. Chaz. Hey, do you guys know where I could find a map of everywhere? And Seku. We might as well try. It's the worst thing that could happen is we could die. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Episodes drop every Monday. Hope to see you soon. Hey everyone, Kevin Carpenter here, producer and MC of Rolling in the Mist. A couple quick announcements today. First off, Odd Loot will be attending the Los Angeles RPG Mixer run by Patrick Regan and hosted by the Dead Gamer Society. This event is on September 14th and located at the Angel City Brewery. They've got some nice drinks over there. The RPG Mixer is for everyone in the entertainment industry, from writers to actors to directors to assistants, so they can meet over a shared love of gaming and networking. I'll be running a game of, you guessed it, City of Mist, while the rest of the odd crew will be roaming around playing one-shots at the event. Even if you're not in the entertainment industry, stop on by. We'd love to meet some fans. We also recently released artwork for our favorite gambler, Samuel Payne. I did not get that accent right. As well as a Spotify music playlist for Detective Arthur Strange. Head on over to our social media to check it out. And while you're there, give us a like, or a follow, or even a share if you've got the time. Finally, I'm proud to announce that Odd Loot has officially launched its Patreon. If you like listening to Rolling in the Mist and want to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash oddloot and consider making a pledge. That's A-W-D, loot. Your pledge will help us with hosting fees, equipment maintenance, and soon enough, other projects. But for now, let's get into the session. Rolling in the Mist is a series of fantasy violence, sexual humor, and worst of all, cussing. Viewer discretion is advised. About to go through. We're about to kill so many people. My character's gonna go through such a problem. If you didn't have blood on your hands, you will tonight. Now, just a heads up: we probably won't go through the whole heist in this session, considering that this whole story arc is the heist. I bet you. I feel like he's gonna end it on a very weird twist, and we're just gonna end it there. We'll be like, "Oh fuck, what's the next move?" Because our plan is gonna go to shit. Oh, motherfuckers! This is a heist. Of course, things are gonna go to shit. Not the Ocean's Eleven heist. That shit went off flawlessly. Just don't jump to blowing shit up too soon. Find a way <laughs> out first. Did you says the fucking Minotaur. Like says, yeah. says the guy who just fucking hit every innocent bystander to get the fuck out. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Rolling in the Mist. I am your master of ceremonies, Kevin Carpenter, and joining me today are... Pablo Mia as Eugene Fritz. And... Jason Baguero as Samuel Payne. And Ryan Bravo as Leo Castello. And as always, the beautiful, gorgeous Chris Rangel on the audio booth. Boo! Happy to be here, guys. <laughs> I love how Chris's voice gets deeper with every session. I'm trying to make it completely And he different. sounds more doofus like. What, what do you mean? That's Chris's voice. That's just how he sounds. <laughs> no, because beforehand it was, hi. <laughs> it was this guy. Oh, God. I'm trying to make it totally different every time. 
All right, so brief recap. You guys went to a uh, brothel motel and tried to come up with a heist plan and instead did a dick measuring contest with your superpowers. Also, uh, you have a... Let me just say, I didn't do shit. I yeah, just, he I just I literally healed that. the shit you all did to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also a new person joined the uh, the heist crew, Daisy Everett, a uh, lady of the night who frequents the Rolling Notes and uh, is quite interested in you know what you guys might be stealing. So, uh, with that, I-, I do want to say, audience, that before recording this, I walked into a room where Jason Bravo and Pablo were talking, and they immediately turned to me and they went, "We're planning the heist. Get the fuck out of here!" <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I'm excited to see. One, what their plan is, and two, how it's going to go to shit. Now, uh, <laughs> quick maintenance before that, though. Uh, Bravo, you leveled up two sessions ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the new tag that you got? Uh, it was my level up for training under Caduceus. It's uh, power tag D and I for weakness. So okay. I'm able to see through my uh, training as a doctor, especially in high-stakes situations when it comes to the body or just overall things, flaws in the smallest of details. Nice. And Samuel, you got to level up uh, last session as well, right? Yes, I leveled up my Silver Tongue Devil, and I got the rich will be poor. So it's basically like the, the rich are more affected by your powers. Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. All right, I like that. Would it okay. be like the most egotistical individuals too? Um, or is it just based on like wealth? I would say those who are like born with like a higher standard of living, they're okay. going to get Absolutely. easily yeah, affected. Because, yeah. okay. mm-hmm. yeah. you know, there are some rich people who yeah. are cool, and then of course there's the douchebags. Okay. So, uh, hand-waving physical statuses away as Leo healed them uh, off-screen. So, you right. guys are starting fresh. You know, no negative statuses. Uh, the crew theme, uh, was there any burnt tags? No. No, I almost no, didn't. We, no. Yeah, okay. we didn't use any of them. Okay. We almost did it to find semen. Okay. So, your your crew theme, you have all of your tags fresh. Uh, the Bulletproof Dodge Charger is still beat up. But it is in driving condition. I should have smashed that shit through the front door. That was what we planned, yeah. by the way. <laughs> we spent an hour and a half. To One t- car crash and then and just three go hour improvisation. <laughs> Pretty Fucking much. tombstone that yeah. shit. No, it's going to be good. All right. And uh, we also did Samuel's downtime move, which was three clues about the casino that he's going to be heisting in. Right. So he answered those. Uh, he asked about the layout. Uh, the schedule of the place, and what was the other thing? The it was schedule. It was this. Oh, where where, uh, where like my money would be and where the book would be. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yep. if I remember correctly, you said the book would probably be in the main office, and my money would most definitely be in the vault. Uh, yes. If Dahlia thought the book was valuable, then it would be in her main office. Otherwise, it will be in the vault. Okay. So we have two it, locations. It's yeah. all about whether Dahlia gained like a certain interest in the book. Got it. But more than likely, your money is going to be in the vault. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, since you did your downtime move, Leo mm-hmm. and Eugene, you still have to do your downtime moves. That's correct. So uh, Leo, you did the voiceover monologue in the last session. I want to continue that. And I think since Eugene is going to be doing his downtime move this session as well, I think you should start with the voiceover monologue. Okay. I'll give it my best shot. So, Pablo, mm-hmm. you, you and I talked about what you're going to be doing for this downtime session mm-hmm. and uh, kind of lay out the scene for me. What is Eugene doing to prepare for this heist? So he locks himself in the bathroom as if he's just using the bathroom? We what? established that there was no door to the bathroom. Damn it. Uh, is there a curtain? There's a curtain in the shower. Great. Eugene gets in the tub of the shower and closes the curtain and just sits there. He doesn't run the water. He just needs some privacy. And he sits there, and he sits down in kind of an upright fetal position, and he thinks to himself, 
How wayward my circumstances have crossed me and blown me toward hitherto this fine moment. Oh, Eugene, what have you gotten yourself into? Wrapped up with rapscallions and ragamuffins and, and bandits? Misguided doctors and gamblers and prostitutes? Oh, Christopher would be appalled, most surprised at where you found yourself in these misguided circumstances. But there's no time to look in the past now. Now is a time to make him proud. Look forward. Chin up. Be brave. You've spent all of your years, Eugene, trying to evade others, trying to keep yourself out of other people's way, them out of your way, so that you don't repeat your... Try not to harm others. Try not to cause any damage. No more pain. Do good. Do good. Do good. Perhaps there's a way to reconcile with both of these missions. It's time to prepare not only for your future, but for the heist. Oh, listen to me. Heist. Like some sort of Sean Connery, or Daniel Craig, or Craniel Degg, or Con Seanery. No. You're no hero. You're a coward. But even cowards can be heroic, I suppose. One way or another. Time to get to work. He starts to um, rub his palms together. And... <sighs> stands up. Uh, opens the curtain. And looks at the shadows with lots of concentration. Okay. So you are attempting to try out like a new move yes. here. Okay. So mechanically with the downtime session, I'm going to say, uh, you're, since you're kind of like delving into your shadow powers more, I'm going to say this is you marking attention to your uh, subversion theme, Justice is Blind, the one that you use for all your shadow manipulation. Yes. Yes. So absolutely. Mark attention on that and sort of describe what Eugene is doing. Uh, well, I'm assuming this bathroom, I mean, could you describe the bathroom to me? The, the bathroom, you know, it's a motel bathroom. It's pretty small. Pretty there's small. like the shower, there's a toilet next to you, and then there's like the sink with the ruddy, cracked mirror. And I'm assuming on the other side, there is it like a little window, like to the outside? Like is this, on the other side of this wall is outside? Uh, on or is your, it another room? Uh, on your right. I'd say, like above the window, uh, above the toilet is the window. Is the window okay? So yeah. that's the wall that leads to outside. Yeah. So what he's trying to do is he's trying to. We already know he can move shadows and and place them wherever they want to add a discrepancy of vision to certain areas. What he's trying to do is essentially create a, a portal through with the shadows, and he's using his shadow manipulation in a new way that manipulates tangibility of surfaces in uh, briefer terms, to face through walls. Whether this means creating a portal with the shadows on the wall or having shadows envelop him and he himself becomes shadow and sifts through either cracks or flat surfaces. So I think the scene here is, you know, Eugene's standing in the bathroom. I think everyone else has sort of like left the motel room at this point, either to go to a vending machine or just, mm -hmm. you know, clear their heads. I, or... I went to literally get the car and drive it back to this motel. Yeah. And I went walking. Okay. So then, yeah, I think Daisy's just kind of like standing outside having a smoke. 
um, hanging out with crackers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> crackers with they, they, they've kind of they're they're getting along a little better. Uh, crackers is learning to watch his beak while uh, around her. Can we have a two second dialogue with them? Just a cl- ticking clock. Yeah, consider it his downtime. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Daisy is outside smoking a cigarette. Crackers is on his shoulder, and Crackers just like, I meant what I said. Lovely lady, lovely lady. Daisy's like, yeah, keep the language around there, Crackers. And I think we'll get along just fine. <sighs> Meanwhile, back in the uh, motel room. So you want to fuck? <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Eugene hears this and rolls his eyes, and he takes in a deep breath. Again. <sighs> Easy does it, boy. One wrong move, and you're a part of this disgusting place. Because this is a big risk. If this goes wrong... He could solidify in the wall. So would it be like Bugs Bunny in the Looney Tunes cartoons where he literally draws a hole in a painting, rips the hole out of the painting, slaps it onto a surface, and just jumps through it? No. Much cooler than that. I mean... (laughs) I'm sorry. It's much cooler than Bugs Bunny. Yeah, motherfucker. Um, So... Yeah, the uh, it's still the same thing we've seen where shadows just crawl along the walls, but when they join together at the focal point, they swirl to create some... Uh, so it's like a black hole in a It's way. basically a black hole until that becomes a solid black mm-hmm. hole through which you can walk through. But, you know, you, entering you'll yeah. see blackness, but before long you'll see the, the other, other side. side. Yeah. Um in this case, in this test that he's doing, he's just trying to make sure his hand can go through and he can feel the fresh air outside. If he can ah. feel the wind, he knows he's on the other side. He knows there's nothing over there. He doesn't want to test this with a where there's another room where someone's going to be like, the fuck? <laughs> so that's what he's doing. Um, he takes a deep breath. Steady as it goes. And do I have to roll for this? Some physics shit. Is this a take the risk? You're pretty much bending light to manipulate yeah. space. Yes. Or the absence of light. Mm-hmm. So here's what I'm thinking. Since this isn't one of your like main like tag abilities, mm-hmm. at least not until you level up, mm-hmm. I would say that this ability as it is, especially for the purview, would fall directly under stop holding back. That's not one of the core moves, right? Yeah, it's one of the cinematic moves. Mm-hmm. Oh, We've only used that like once. This yeah. whole like I'm story. The only one who's He's the only one who's done yeah. it. Stop holding back is the spirit bomb move. It's when you do something so big that's you know outside your purview. Yeah. And uh, depending on how severe it is, you know, it has like the biggest reward. Like you can do something just out of fucking nowhere. The spirit bomb. But it also has the biggest drawbacks if you fuck up. You know what? I'll make this. Hmm. I'm gonna make this a hard choice. So Eugene. You bring the shadows together onto the wall and they start to pull into the, the inky black circle that you're forming. And as you do, it becomes less of a shadow uh, covering the wall and you can actually see like into it. It's like a pool of ink, like there's depth to it. And looking into it is the, the blackest void that you've only felt within your gut when you're truly trying to make yourself invisible. And you begin reaching your hand toward it. And first your fingertips touch it. And then your fingers. And then slowly you begin pushing your hand through. And you can already kind of tell that you would have touched wall by now. And it's in that moment, that moment of excitement, that I'm going to have you make a hard choice. 
for Eugene, does that excitement turn into fear? Mm. Or does that have him push his boundaries in a way he's never done before? Oh, God. That's just... Uh, I'm just going to nuke the place. He, this, <laughs> isn't, this isn't the first time he's tried this. That's what this part... I mean, I don't know if I successfully made that clear in the monologue, but um, he has been doing this before, so I think now that the stakes are higher... He knows the importance of this moment, and he would forge ahead, especially because there's no one around. If there were more people, I think there would be more pressure for him. Okay. So I think he's going to forge ahead. Okay. So with that, I'm going to have you mark fade on your introvert theme. Mm. But I'm going to have you mark attention on your uh, subversion theme. A boy's growing up, man. Mm Mm-hmm. So now, roll to take a risk. Ah, oh, shit. Dude, can I use tags on yeah. that? Okay, so shadow manipulation, obviously. Yeah. And I think that's all I can really do. Don't forget veteran doctor's call. <laughs> I'm going to use veteran doctor's call. <laughs> okay. Nobody the something. Amen. Oh! 11! Yes! And he whispers to himself, for Christopher, and pushes his arm through, and what happens? Your whole arm goes through, and you feel air. Like, it's still musty air, but it's, it's cold, and you feel wind, and it's air you would not feel in any motel room and it's in that moment you realize that you've done it (gasps) and it's that exact moment you also see the shadows begin to kind of curl back back. Uh and you feel this like pressure on your arm Mm. and you yank it back just as all the shadows disperse back to their corners and you see a <laughs> yeah, actually, no. You see a cockroach. Like as soon as the shadows disperse, the cockroach snaps in half. Oh, half the cockroach falls to the ground. And Eugene, you look at the wall right where your arm once was, and you see the other half of the cockroach just embedded in there. Oh, you could kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> you literally just bent space. So uh, when he yanks his arm back he kind of falls against the uh, mm-hmm. opposite wall of the tub and like sinks into the tub like aghast holding his arm close he's breathing heavily and says well game on it's pretty sick it's pretty right. sick yeah. it's just like Doctor Strange is like mm, creating a little <laughs> circle and then when he closes it it cuts whatever gets in there that's pretty yep. cool alright and with that we cut over to uh, Leo Leo, you uh, you pull the car into the motel parking lot. Um, you come into the room, and what are you doing with your downtime? So what I'm going to be doing with my downtime is I'm going to be um, putting my medical thief into use. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be making a minor uh, EMP device mm-hmm. uh, that's going to go off on a timer. So pretty much I'm just going to be walking around. I'll search the garbage cans. I'll um, I'll go up to the room, and I'm guessing there was there'll be a clock in these apartments. These mm-hmm. you know hotel rooms, I'll uh, I'll take that hell <laughs> just for added safety. I'll uh, I'll pry the actual um, uh, stereo system mm-hmm. from the car, 
Um, just in case if I need the parts, he's dead. <laughs> Jason. Um, Jason is glaring at problem <laughs> right yeah. now. My turn. Um, and um, I come in just as he's like finished with his darkness magic thing. And I turn on the light to see if anybody's like, Eugene, you here? No answer. Okay. So I'm just like, uh, I, I would guess it'd be like a desk. Is there like a small little desk or like a coffee table or like? Yeah, there's a, there's like a little nightstand. Is the there a TV there's, there? Yeah, the box TV. Okay. So I, I remove the box TV and the little, I'm guessing where the stand that held the TV would be. Mm-hmm. And I use it as a little workstation. Hell, I even break apart the TV. And I, tr- I put together using parts of the, the clock um, t- with, you know, my uh, electronic repair kit mm-hmm. to solderizing um, as well as with my computer interface hacking tool to kind of connect the timer of the, the clock to a, uh, a small jamming device that is going to be set on a timer that if it's connected to an electrical current uh, line, it would literally sever it. In other words, you know, just completely cutting off any electrical passage between the top of the device and the bottom of the device. Okay. So mechanically with the downtime move, this is going to be prepare for the next activity, which means you get three free juice, which is basically a a free change the game move. So with this, uh, you're using one juice to create the story tag, Mm -hmm. EMP, uh, using another juice to do prolong the effect, which is the timer. timer, yes. Yeah. And uh, the third juice is to scale up the effect, basically taking the CMP and having it like take out like a whole building. Yes. Okay. So with, with that, and you I know, actually tested if if I can uh, on the actual hotel because <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna make a device as knowing my personality, I want to make sure everything's perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would give it a test run. Okay. So the way we're gonna do that scene, so. You're on, you're on the bed of the motel. You know, there's like bits of gadgetry just scattered around all over. So like welding and yeah, solderizing. Sorry. And as you're creating this, you know, like device, um, you you go back to another time. You're younger. You're in a room that's just as dusty as this motel room, if not even dustier. And it's quite a bit hotter because sweat is just coming down your brow i'd say you're probably uh, late teen early 20s at this point and uh the the reason you're sweating is not only because of the heat and humidity but also because of the man standing behind you watching everything you do and just talking down at you you know telling you just like it's that wire no you're gonna blow up the whole place if you do it like that i got it i know what i'm doing do you Yes, I mean, you could just leave me alone. I heard what you said. I read the book. Just, you're not really helping me here. I don't want to mess it up. Okay, is this a soldering tool? I don't remember. I thought you knew what you were doing. I... He smacks you upside the back of the head. (sighs) Fine. Three important lessons. One, how to make one of these tools. You never try to go into a heist with nothing. It's not cheating if you use the best. Got it. Lesson two. Never try to think you know everything. There will always be people that know more than you, especially the people guarding the place, and double especially the people you're robbing the place with. That's the whole point of a crew. Never underestimate or overestimate. Got it. What about the third thing? 
He looks down at you. The third thing is that you're always going to get it wrong. So be prepared for the worst. That's right. And as you're putting this, uh, putting these two wires together and soldering them, he tells you, just because you're going to get it wrong doesn't mean it's not worth trying. And with that, you flash back to the present. And you... Can I jump in right there? What? Because you're in the room, right? I'm in the room, yeah. Okay, so... And he was talking right over your shoulder? No, no, this This, is a flashback. I know, I know, but he was over your shoulder. Yes, he was over me. So we flash back to the room? Yeah, we flash back right over his shoulder. What are you doing? (laughs) Like, you you did not hear me dream about you. (laughs) Yeah, right as you say that, uh, Leo, like, sparks fly from your tools and immediately hits the power outlet that you were connected to in the motel room. Immediately... The whole motel goes black. And I just put it down. Can I help you, Eugene? Was was that my fault? I slowly turn around like Stewie Griffin in that one episode. <laughs> as he tilted <laughs> his head. You think? Um, I didn't mean to interrupt. I, um, I heard you come in, but I was uh, a little busy with my own. It looks like an EMP you're making there. Who turned out the lights? <laughs> <laughs> don't say anything and as as he's as he's saying that I'm like finally telling he's like well at least you know it works yeah I might want to go fight that junction box <laughs> it's the next day I Are actually this a day or night this is a big, yeah. big well oh, the casino yeah. opens at six yeah the casino at night yeah, so, you know, the next day passes. You guys, you know, go about your ways, uh, grabbing food, getting some sleep, because you guys have also been on for, you know... <laughs> Damn! Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're right, dude? You're, like, fucking breathing heavily, man. <laughs> like, I'm dying here. I don't know, it's the heat. I was like, fuck, I'm thirsty. Yeah, you're drinking like a fucking gazelle that survived a fucking pride. That was that full? Was that was was that jug of water full? It wasn't full. He did not drink a third of that. He wanted a gallon of water. Are you like breathing heavily or what the? I'm just dehydrated. All of a sudden, it kicked in. Like, do you want more water? No, I'm good. I just needed that much. I would take another swig. And if you can spare it, don't cut any of this out. See, that as, that's going to be preview for our... Because <laughs> that big pause, we just hear... Go on, Chris, chug it. Don't be afraid yeah, of just water. He's Take chugging fucking a head, fucking dude. gallon of water. Seems like our fucking storytelling was so fucking intense, he couldn't breathe. He's like, what do they do next? <laughs> this is this is quintessential to our sessions. It's something epic happening, when, slowly distracted yeah. by some sound and coming I, and from I'm here, Chris. And I'm here like, stop stopping every time we hear a sound, just keep going. But this one, we're all like, what the fuck is that? So far the record. Our fucking audio guy is dying of dehydration <laughs> over there. I, I want that as a gif. I want... I want a gif of Chris chugging just a chug of water. (laughs) Like whenever there's like a big announcement, I just put that gif as like a comment. (laughs) (laughs) been It's been snoring, breathing, and drinking. Your face is so red, dude. Dude, are you okay? Yeah, sorry, I was just chugging on something. Okay. So, I don't know the entire specifics of your plan, considering you guys kept yelling at me to get out of the room while you were talking about it. So... 
it's the next day. The the day has sort of passed and it's now getting it, it's now past when like the casino was open unless yeah. you guys were going to do something before the casino opened are we going to hit it just as it's about to close that i was i was actually going to want to talk to you guys about that real quick so can we talk in character? yeah let's talk in character okay all right gents so here's the schedule 6 p.m the joint opens Malady's gonna have ding, a performance ding, ding, round. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, go. <laughs> and we both stop. Even, even uh, I guess. Oh yeah, sorry. Excuse me. Even the parrot looks at us. Eugene, what are you doing? Oh, I, 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 was I doing that out loud? Yes. I, I was just. Did anyone ever watch that movie? Seas fourteen. It with um, with rat rat grit, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And uh, and and Jorge, uh, Knight. <laughs> I heard you won an Oscar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a good. I'm one. sorry. Excellent. So- I was thinking I'm of the soundtrack sorry. of that movie. Just so, his fucking reaction was so beautiful. He's just like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. I, I, I am currently pinching the bridge of my nose as soon as he said, C's 14. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. okay. I, with Rad Grit. With Rad Grit. And Jorge Clunite. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. I yes, was, I, I remember I, seeing that film. Great, do, excellent soundtrack. Thought it was fitting. Thought May it was in I my continue? Head. Yes, go absolutely. ahead. Go I'm ahead. very sorry. At 6 p.m., the joint opens. 9 p.m., Malady will have a performance. Around that time, guards are going to be changing shifts. They only do two shifts. When she's about to perform, and a midnight shift. Casino joint's going to close at 2 a.m. Got that clear? Got it. Got it. Right. What time you guys want to hit it? I feel like we should probably hit it near the end, or perhaps at the end of uh, her melody singing, just so everybody's attention is on her, and then she could hit the fan. And I recommend we get there an hour early, make it look like we're there for the performance. What do you think, Eugene? Sound planning, it seems to me, with the most activity happening in the casino, there'll be less eyes on our goings-on. Right. Here, while y'all doing your thing yesterday... I managed to get us some clothes. Try them on. He chucks suits at us <laughs> from what it looks like. I kind of look at him like, where did you get these? Yeah, I'm, I'm, hang on. I'm going to have to pause on that. You I, I mean, I can't go to a store and just buy clothes. You going to do us dirty like that? Seriously. Yeah. Here's the thing. The the suits for the rolling note, like these are, these are supposed to be like guard suits, right? Or these are just. No, no, no they're no, just suits. These are just oh, looking the part. Okay. They're yeah. just dressing nice. Of gamblers. My, okay. But even have then, no nice I can get a black suit. Okay. Hard okay. Fight. Sorry. I thought you were getting suits to look like the guards. Never mind. Well, what are no. the guards dressed like? It's just black with white. Probably just black and like a, like a wire from their ear. Oh, no. They've got suits with like uh, club symbols. Oh, sorry. Card symbols on them. Oh, there's an emblem on their uniform? Yeah. Some of them have clubs, some of them have hearts, some of them have um, spades. Okay. All right, new plan. We're blowing up the place. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyways, I gave him just nice clothes. Just I nice. have okay. a suit similar to the guard's uniform, but I got a, I got a plan for that. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. Cool, cool. There. Jeez. Try these on. And before you ask, no, I don't know your style of preference. I just got you whatever I thought fit you look best. Should Do they fit us? Do they fit? What I like? gotta know what style do you think fits Leo and Eugene best, Samuel? I gave Leo here in white, a white suit with an orange shirt. I gave uh, like a very seventies color too, real ugly. I gave Eugene here similar suit, baby blue with white, 
What are we, Dumb and Dumber? <laughs> this is Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, I knew you were right. going to do that. I knew you were going to do that. At least give him, like, is, is it a collared shirt? No, wait. It's a suit is white. The suit is white. The yeah. suit is white. The collar shirt is orange. And I want him to have a red, like, handkerchief in the sure. suit. Think, uh, think of Frank from um, Scarface. And you, and you my have suit is baby blue? Kind of like from Al Pacino's from Scarface. Okay, with a white collared shirt underneath. Yeah. Great. Blue. I mean, what do you say? A baby blue. A baby, baby blue. blue. Yeah. Cute. Are you serious? Look, when you're in the whore district and you're looking for the nearest clothes <laughs> store, you really don't have a lot of options out here. You got money for our money, you go get it yourself. <sighs> Thought it was the family district. <laughs> this fucking bird's going to get killed any second now. <laughs> I just start fucking stripping right there as he's talking. I'm like, let me just put this shit on. Uh, oh, rather slimming, actually. Mm. And he buttons it up and puts it on the suit. All right. Now, a couple things about the note. You got to go in there like you know what you're doing. Don't act like you're first timers. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just I immediately imagine Eugene and Leo putting on this suit, and I can't get over the image of, like, Eugene looking like he's about to go to prom. <laughs> he's got a comb over <laughs> With one little alfalfa sticking up. I hope I look good enough for this. Uh, at this point, was I able to get my deck of cards back or make a new one? Uh, is that one of your tags? It is one of my tags. Then, yeah. Okay, cool. Now. I went to the Nana Saint store. Now. I got myself a uniform to look like God. We've talked about this. I got my plan to get in. You jokers need to look like you know how to play poker. So, how familiar are you with the game? I've seen street cards. I've seen street car. Name desire. And I just like palm my hand. I'm like, are you familiar with Texas Hold'em? Um, what what does Texas hold? Jesus Christ! What about you? <laughs> like I said, I only, I've only seen cards played on the street, so nothing too professional. But shouldn't oh, be that hard to pick it up. Christ Almighty! I'm okay. gonna die! I'm gonna die! <laughs> I gotta teach you jokers how to play poker. And Daisy pets crackers. Yeah, that sounds about right. Crackers purrs like a cat. All right. And so I, I sit down. Continue. I just kind of look at Crackers for something. What did I get myself into? <laughs> Ignore the I, bird. And I'm just kind of showing them, like, the quick basics of just poker. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, here's the river. Here's your hand, et cetera, et cetera. Do you guys actually know how to play poker? No, I really don't. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Do you know I, how? Yeah, okay. I know how to play poker. Great. I played it, actually. Well, I won, like, we'll good. You know how to play, play Texas? Yep. Good. It's usually what I play. You really don't know how to play? I really don't know how to play poker. Okay. Uh, while uh, you're showing them how to play poker, uh, Daisy kind of leans on Eugene and like whispers in his ear, don't worry, I know how to play. Oh, oh sweet merciful mayonnaise. Ooh. Keep it in your pants, four eyes. I'm trying. Now, here's the plan. We could try to go into stealthy. The truth of the matter is we've got two separate goals. You want your book, I want my money. Most likely, they're going to be two different spots. So, here's what I suggest. We kill the power. Once we kill the power, me and Genie over here have to get in the back. I'm going to be posing as a guard. Genie, I need you to create a fuss. I could tell right now you don't know a damn thing about cards. No, unfortunately not. But I know a thing or two about fusses. So, here's what I want you to do. I reach into my pocket and pull out a couple of coins. Like, you know, like despair change. I do my illusionary appearance to make them look like chips. Okay. 
So the thing with your illusionary appearance is that you can really only hold it for like a short amount of time unless you roll a 10 plus on change the game. So this will be a roll. 10 plus change the game. Okay. Yeah, it, here's the thing. If you want them to like be casino chips and stake casino chips for a long time, then you need to get a 10, uh, 10 plus on the change the game roll. Otherwise, uh, you can do it right at the casino and not have to worry about prolonging the effect. In that case, I'll do Okay. Yeah. Here's what we'll do then. And I pull out fake paper. This paper is cut. Mm-hmm. And I and I this is just demonstration. Mm-hmm. And I change them to make it look like dollars. You're gonna get fake cash. Cash it in as quick as possible to get changed. I can't hold it for long. I'll be too busy holding our appearances. In that case. You will be making a fuss. Like I said, you don't look like you know how to play the game. So you're just going to be losing hands. That's all you got to do. Lose hands, make a fuss, make a deal. Somehow, I'll get you in the back of that breaking room. We're back there. Once the power goes out, you and me are going to get in that vault. You say you got an idea to get in that vault? Yes. Well, yes. Well, yes. Good. That's all I need to hear. Once we get in that vault, my goal is to get you up on that roller's table. I don't care how you do it. You make a scene like as if them tables are not good enough for your money. Once you get up there, we're in we're in position. Any questions so far? So right off just off the bat, you actually give us a new face, correct? I have to insist that we have disguises. While we've never been guests in this establishment before We don't want to be targets later on if this goes bad. We also don't know what characters are associated with the uh, with the uh, rolling note, seeing as a van known to be associated with Renfield has been seen arriving at the site, that he may be there, and he knows Leo, and who knows what other associates are familiar with us. And I can tell you shadows. right now, that is one man you do not want to be fucking with right now. Well, I could tell you this right now. I've never held multiple illusionary appearances on multiple people, let alone items, too. Would less targets for your illusionary practice make it easier for you to sustain it would help well then i suppose leo would be the priority for a disguise as i've never encountered renfield myself i look at them i said you know what i can't take that risk <sighs> i take a deep breath david hmm do you have trimmers what trimmers something to shave with something to cut hair oh um i mean yeah uh, how do you think I get these legs, honey? <laughs> and I'm like, damn. I'm going to need you damn to give straight. me a new haircut. All right. Can't say it'll be good. That's fine. You're going to shave it all off. Well, it looks like we got that salt. Once you get up there, here's the plan. You and me are going to get in that vault. Once we find what we're looking for, we try to get out. If we don't see it, we got to make a distraction for you and I'll take a look at the office, and hopefully it's not on her person. And just so you're wondering how we're going to make a distraction, we're going to break that damn vault open, and we're going to fight until Leo over here looks in that office. We got to get them guards away from that room as hard as possible. How do you expect to break open the vault from within? I go, well, with that strong arm of yours, I think it could help. Not to mention, my old trust of corn here can do mighty fine work. I see. So from that point... The signal to either indicate that we, while you guys are out of the vault, and if I can find what we're looking for, the book. Let's just say you look for a very big white light that might be blinding. That'll be the signal to just get out, period. Got it. We'll know it when we see it. Oh, I'll make sure you see this. Genie, you and me gotta make a hole big enough for us to ditch. 
What, what was that? <laughs> you and me got to make a hole big enough for us to ditch. Oh, a hole big enough. Oh, yes, I am. Never took you for one to laugh at dirty jokes there. No, I just didn't understand. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm very... I'm composite. <laughs> He's finally coming into his own. No, nope, <laughs> I'm not. You, you're a dirty bird. <laughs> Proud of you, buddy. You're <laughs> a dirty bird, and I'm going to eat you Listen like chicken. Here. Listen here, Puva. You keep that no. shit in your pants. No, I wasn't. No, please. I was just. Anyways, relax, Eugene. Hey. And I and I hand him the EMP. I said, now, do. You... And I like Ow. slap him in the back. <laughs> oh, so I didn't slap him that hard. Come on. I slapped him on the shoulder. He slapped my shoulder. Oh, Puva. <laughs> Anyways, Eugene, I had to slap some sense into you. Relax. You can get your rocks off later, right? Uh, and I and I put the EMP uh, right right on his hands. I said, now remember, we're all gonna go at different times. You're gonna go in first pain, okay? Then me second. What I'm gonna do is while I'm outside, before I head in there, I'm going to find the location where there might be a possible, you know, well, let's just say wiring, and I'm gonna leave crackers right there. All right? He will be the point where you're gonna go and install this and set the timer. Now I've. Probably should have asked you guys this before. How much time do you want on that timer? How much time can you give? It's based off an alarm clock, so it could be hours, minutes. Minimum one minute. Maximum, shit, 24 hours, pretty much. Well, I certainly don't think we'll need that much time. Perhaps just enough for all of us to get in position for the both phases of the heist, the vault and the main office. I suppose 30 minutes, 45 minutes. We're going to be hitting it during the performance, right? And you say that she ends at 10 o'clock. So at the end of the hour, when she finishes her performance at hopefully approximately 10 o'clock, the power, if this thing works, will be cut. And we have a small amount of time for you and Payne to slip into that vault, me to get close enough to the office without alerting anything. On the second floor. On the second floor. Getting in there, finding, if anything's there, your money and our book. Busting out of there. And if not, we're going to have to fight our way out of there. During that meantime, during that, you know, distraction while you're holding them off, I will look inside, like we spoke about before, inside the office. And if it's not there, doesn't matter. We get the hell out of there. And I will give off the signal, break a big blinding light. And we book it. And look over at Daisy. Whatever we can get from that vault is your cut. Again, me and Eugene are not in it for the money. He's here to get his money back. Whatever it's in there that isn't part of his, it's yours. But minus the book and minus what belongs to him. Anything else, it's yours. You're going to be with me because I've never been to a high roller's table. And let's be honest, I'm a doctor. I'm not rich. And Daisy, if you got any pool to get my friend over here on that table, I'd be mighty appreciative. I can see what I can do. You're going to be my eyes and my mind up there. You tell me what to do and how to act, then I'm all yours. Hmm. You know, I've never been told to be in eyes and mind before. I played a lot of roles in my profession, of course. All right. Is that everything? Sounds like it. And uh, you all showed off your, you know, little superpowers and all that. There's no other tricks that you have up your sleeve? Let's just say that um, when time for the second distraction comes... I'm going to need you to close your eyes really tight. And that reminds me. Once shit goes south, we ain't going to be able to protect you. You can handle it. Oh, trust me, honey. I have my own way of slipping out of dangerous situations. Okay. Mm, then it's settled. Well, one last thing. Speaking of protection, 
crackers will be the marker so that I know where to place the EMP, but I think we should leave him there, just in case anyone tries to reset the power at the same conduit and buy us some time. Crackers? Are you sure that's the kind of protection you want there, Dirty Bird? Ignoring that, Crackers. I trust you, Crackers. I know you can do this. I do appreciate the trust, though. Please, just, just one, just listen. All right. If you see anyone other than us in this room coming towards you at the conduit box, the uh, fuse box, Mm. as it were, the generator, where we will place the EMP, before you see any of us, you protect that box. Poop them, scratch them, fly by them, don't matter. Be creative. Think you can handle that? Sounds... I was hoping this would happen. Sounds like something crackers can do. What the fuck? And I jump back ready to fucking throw my coin Easy, at easy, pain. Take it easy. It's all right. It's all right. The, the bird looks at Samuel. Who's this joker? Who the fuck are you? The name's Otis. Who are you? Samuel. And you about to be a dead-ass bird. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, you would only be harming my friend Crackers here. I'm actually sort of uh, projecting myself through my friend, much like a television. Mr. Payne, I'd like you to meet Mr. Otis Melbourne. Otis? The bud has a name? Uh, well, His this, master has a name. This is our source, our source of information, whom told me about the kidnappings. You mean to tell me? This joker who puts himself in buds talked to you about two women getting kidnapped that could be at the casino? Multiple women. And the book. He's the reason we got led to the casino in the first place. There are many strange things going on around here, but the most important thing is just getting into that club. And also the second most important thing, introducing me to this lovely lady here. How do you do? And uh, Cracker's body bows in front of Daisy, and Daisy goes... Like Zazu and Lion King, yeah. that kind of bow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Daisy's immediately like, oh, I'm not getting paid enough for this shit. And she immediately just walks out. <laughs> Real lady killer right there, Otis. And I was like, oh, wait, wait, come back. Come back. Come back. Damn it, Otis. How long did you know you had a man that could put himself into a bud? How long have you known us? Good point. Right then. <laughs> One last thing before we get going. Damn it, I want to talk to Otis for a second. Well, at least we know. So Otis yeah. is gonna is is uh, Otis. <clears throat> Otis will be our eyes on the box. Think of that more than crackers. All right, that puts a little bit at rest for me. One last thing before we get this going. When the time comes, don't hold back. No matter who gets in our way, it's us or death. I'm choosing me. I hope you all choose the same. Oh, believe me, you don't have to worry about us saving our own asses anymore. And that means anybody in our way, bystanders or not, we get in, we got to get out. It's the only thing that matters. We're not killers. Man. I'm not saying to kill, but I ain't saying to hold back. You do what you do, we'll do what we do. Can we stop talking about doing stuff and just fucking start doing stuff? Crackers Mi- will get there. Miss Daisy. Calls her back in the room. Yeah, Daisy walks inside. All right. Um, yeah, let's 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 just do this. Shall we synchronize our watches? And then I just look at you and I just walk out. 
Daisy, would you mind getting the trimmers, please? I'm completely bald? Completely bald. Want me to shave the beard, too? Do it. And as I walk right. out, I was like, where's that piece of shit charge of yours? And as Daisy leads uh, Leo into the uh, the bathroom with a uh, bag with her, uh, she turns to Eugene and goes, by the way, if you're wanting to synchronize your watches, you're going to need this. And she throws you your watch again. <laughs> God damn it! And as I'm in there, I was like, stop falling for that trick, Eugene. She just, just he mumbles onto the corner of the room. I'm outside looking at the charger. I'm like, the fuck did these jokers do to you? Right. I, I just wanted to, to recap. Did I use any of the equipment parts of the stereo? Can I put it back or? No, I, I'd say you use some of the stereo parts. Okay. I'll fix it later. I, I do love the running gag of the Dodge Charger being more and more beat to shit throughout the series. I'll fix it. Dude, Strange is doing fucking donuts in his grave. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> Alrighty. So, quick montage. <laughs> Eugene, you put on your watch. Uh, Leo, you get your head shaven. Samuel, you you flip your coin, just like watch it land, and then uh, you flip it again, call it, have it hit your hand, look at it, just nod, and then I snap while I'm looking at it like a little blaze of fire. Can he can he um, camouflage the dot the charger to make it look like we rolling up in like a souped up kitchen car? <laughs> Like like an Escalade, bro. He's barely giving me enough time to even do chips. Like, think I'm gonna be those are fucking coins. I what am I gonna do with the car? Fucking half of it looks nice, the other half looks like a fucking Honda we Civic. Just gotta roll up and then one of us just drive it around the corner and then we just walk. Here's the thing: you you can easily have it be on for a short amount of time. It's just a ten plus if you want it to be for a long amount of time. So you can roll up in the car. <laughs> But you now can't. wait, does that also include my physical appearance, or is that different? Yeah, that, that includes your physical appearance as well. Okay. So it, it's you all changing everything game. for like a minute, pretty much. Yeah. But if you want it longer than that, then yeah. Yeah, if you roll 10 plus, then you can prolong the effect. <laughs> Just okay. to a Honda Civic as it turns the corner. Mm-hmm. Man, this car sucks. <laughs> all right, so it's a night of the heist. Who's in the car? Where what is that? I mean, are we even rolling up or are we just no, walking? No, we're, we're 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 all gonna just walk in. Yeah, okay. one at a time. One at a time. Alrighty. So, uh, in a true Reservoir dog scene, it's the four of you and crackers <laughs> just slowly flying like. Dun, yeah. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> we see Eugene walking. We see crackers flying overhead. We see Daisy strutting her stuff. In her nicest outfit, she she's like she's like hooked arm against mine because she's my date. In yeah, a sense. and Leo, you you're like bald, you have smooth, baby. smooth baby. It's polished, like, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, yeah. smooth. And then we have Samuel, who's you know, like I'm actually not dressed. Up. I'm actually dressed like a security guard, black yeah. suit with a black tie, yeah, and a white shirt. I'm actually dressed down. And we cut back to the the five of you. We get around the corner and I'm like, stop doing that. <laughs> that was actually really funny. My head. <laughs> it's Eugene doing the music. Daisy right here, arm, arm, we're like around the corner, like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Leo smacks him in the arm. Stop doing that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just move on. So. Your group stands in front of the rolling note. A line is out front, a bouncer at the front door. And you see neon lights around the note symbol with dice inside. Let's start the heist, baby. 
<laughs> I'm gonna, we're gonna fucking die. All right, so I'm gonna start walking in. Before I do, I change my appearance real quick. So I go, and I look like Brad Pitt. Uh, I'm sorry, that is uh, Rad Grit. Oh, Rad Grit. Thank you. The famous. And actor. before I leave, I look at the guys like, gentlemen, I want to say this real quick. I don't think this is gonna work at all. Quite frankly, I think it's gonna go straight to shit. But if it does, and we survive this, we got a fun story to tell to our generation. I'm gonna use um, Primal Blessing on him to enhance uh, his concentration and blood flow. Okay, smart. I like that. Smart. Okay, so then yeah. you roll. roll cha- you roll. Change the game. Oh okay. God, here we go. <laughs> it's gonna go shit. <laughs> I can't just <laughs> add to him. Nope. Fuck right, you, Kevin. <laughs> Oh, no. What does that mean? Wait, six plus or just six? Just six. I rolled a five plus a one. Are you? Uh, There's there's no other tag you can add to that. Come on, give me something. I can use better dodge. You can't. Let me see this. Yes, I fucking can. That's concentration of the blood flow. Fuck you. Dude, we haven't even stepped in the fucking casino. <laughs> I, okay, maybe he can use veteran doctors, Cobbett. Why? Why am I getting permission from you? I know my character. <laughs> because you use it so much that it's a joke. Because okay, no, 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 don't you fucking make fun of it. That's the reason why I made it. It's it, pure concentration. You know what? Okay, that that's fair reasoning. So sure. All right, seven. So add veteran doctors com to it. That's a seven. Yeah. Partial success. All right. Before the so what the fuck does he do to me? So you get uh, concentration one. So you get a plus one to your two rolls here. Okay, cool. So, so, I use illusionary. Appearance. Uh-huh. <laughs> I use appear as a professional. Okay. And oh, the trick is we gotta look like we're sick. I mean, slick. The rich will be poor, cause this is gonna be a lot of people in there with money. So we gotta really fuck with them. Okay, you know what? I'll allow that. Yeah. Especially for him, mm-hmm. cause he's gonna. Tr- we're gonna try to get him in the high rollers table. Okay. Right, so there we go. So I got plus three, plus one, so four. Four. Don't you fuck with me. <laughs> Seven, ten. Six, ten. Okay, cool. So I appear as Rad Brit. It's whatever. Rad Grit. Rad, Rad Grit. Grit. Whatever. Okay. Okay, so. so you, I'm going to just prolong the effect. So you still have two juice. You could still hide him and prolong the effect for him. All right. Yeah. Why do I need to be hidden? Because in case shit goes bad, you don't want somebody, you know, fucking knowing who you are. No, you know what? I got a better idea. I take a fucking, like, security tag that I have. Mm-hmm. I put it on, and I use it to make it look like a fucking ID that the guards would have. Okay, so you use one juice to create a story tag a guard emblem. Right. So which card suit? There's the jack. I mean the jack. The the the, the heart, the spade, the diamond. Which one would the, the high rollers have? Like the ones who can go up there? Because I want, I want to I get I would guess you would probably notice them since you've been so there. So I would probably say the spade then. Because spades has always been the, this is like the, the top the tier. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'll, I'll, have a, I'll have the spade. Nice, nice. Yeah. All right, so one more juice. Oh, one more juice? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, one no. more juice. So one, one of the options you can do is uh, scale up the effects so greater area and more targets. Well, how about this? I use it for, like, I have, like, an AOE, so everyone that I'm talking to around me mm-hmm. will know, be like, oh, yeah, Tim. Like, because like, the casino has probably different guards that they just, like, you know, different mm-hmm. staffs. Okay. So I'll use that juice, so, like, an AOE. Okay. So with that, you pretty much just create, like, the perfect disguise for yourself. Yeah, the just, great, the, you're, uh, you're disguised. It's prolonged. You have a new. You have an emblem on there that like can you know barely be like seen. Um, you, you're you're basically just projecting this like image of like like even the crew around you yeah. are just like oh shit guard and then they're like oh wait that's right fuck all right oh sorry I can't even use this voice no more <clears throat> all right guys I'm going in. <laughs> <laughs> 
and I walk up, and I'm guessing there's a security guard already there. Yeah, there's a security. Yeah, there's a, and uh, you see that this is the same guy that clocked you with a baseball bat. In fact, the baseball bat is against the wall uh, right behind him. Oh, the tree got fucked by a baseball bat. And then I just kind of, I just like, I don't have my badge on, but it looks like, you know, I'm getting ready to go to work. I'm like, mm-hmm. I just kind of wave it at him. Just yeah. let him know, like, I, I'm here to clock in. Yeah, he uh, he nods. Cool. Let's you in. And I just walk right in. While, while he's doing that, I bank around the corner and, again, look around to see if I could find the um, any electrical uh, wiring or, like, junction box. Okay. Um, yeah, roll investigate. Actually, no, roll sneak around. Sneak around. So I'm going to use um, I, an eye for weakness. And veteran doctor's calm. <laughs> mm. Yes or no? No for veteran doctor's calm there. Okay. I guess just an eye for weakness. Yeah. Nine. Very nice. So, okay, so with sneak around, mm-hmm. when you get a seven, or, a seven to nine... Uh, I get to choose one. Either someone unimportant noticed you, you're perceived only by a secondary sense, or you must leave something important behind to be discovered. And I'm trying to figure out what would be the best sort of like most dramatic thing to do here. Mm-hmm. Um, Wasn't the thing he's leaving him behind the EMP? Oh, no, 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 but it's got to be something like somebody was here. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Your hair. <laughs> I just leave a clump of hair like, <laughs> boom, there you go. So, so here's what happened. So... You guys went to the front of the club. Uh, Samuel immediately peeled off to just walk through the front door in his new guard disguise. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leo, you then went uh, down the street and through uh, another alleyway. And you're kind of just like sneaking through like the cars and alleyways and all that kind of like get to uh, like around the building. And as you sneak down the alleyway of like the, the building itself, um, you do find like there is like a fuse box near the uh, end of the alleyway, like where it turns around to where like the the loading bay doors are okay crackers is with you just so you know crackers with him he has to be okay yeah so you make it to the fuse box uh you know near the near the back corner of this building crackers is on your shoulder and you know he's just kind of like chirping along and just kind of like watching you as you you know you go up to the fuse box and as you do your phone starts ringing I immediately. It's copyrighted song. And I silence it. I look around mm. to see if anybody caught that. You look around the corner and you see that there's actually uh, like two guards posted at the reinforced bay doors. And you see one of them whose face is burned, like raise his head and then turn toward your direction. As you go back, you, you dart like back behind the corner. And you hear like footsteps coming towards you. I say, um, veteran doctor's call. No, <laughs> I say, crackers. Remember when we said you're gonna defend it? I just want you to right now fly by and just like peck at him, but be safe about it. What? Distract him. Distract him. Make sure he doesn't see the EMP by the by the the power cable. Uh, I grab, I grab I, him and I just <laughs> chuck him in the air. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> it's too late. Are we, are we both crackers? Yeah, we're both crackers. Okay, I have I'm, a much smarter idea, and I okay. think crackers is actually kind of smart. Okay, but, go for it. Stupid idea. Better idea. And then does a perfect impression of Dahlia. What? What? Yeah. Does a perfect impression of Dahlia. Listen. <laughs> Oh, he can do that, but I can't use veteran doctor's call. I think let me let me make the case. Otis's birds are everywhere. <laughs> then, then, then. <laughs> Otis sees Otis is basically three eyed raven TM. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, he can. So, I don't think so I don't think it's far-fetched that since Otis can imbue Crackers with his consciousness, that Crackers at some point would know what Dolly... Also, Dolly is the sister of a famous singer. His voice, Her voice has to have been somewhere where Crackers can impersonate it, notice it, and become impressionable of the voice. Crackers can pretend to be Dahlia to talk to this guard and say what the and and distract him and get him away. Dun, 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 dun. And you don't even have and you don't even have to this is a good fucking show. And man. here's what I it's gonna get better. If you allow this to happen, if you think it makes sense, then the way we play this is you just read my lips and I will do all the words and and role playing, but you have to provide the voice. That's super complicated, but I will say that's really, really creative. So <laughs> let you know, let's do this. Okay. Uh, we, <laughs> okay, fuck it. Just I, I will say, just because we're doing it doesn't mean that's gonna work. So uh so crackers goes <laughs> Sugar, don't worry about me. I'm just taking care of something over here, sugar. <laughs> and you, <laughs> so that so now I'll voice the red. You play the guard, and I'll voice I'll mouth it, and you just I, I, I'll, I'll take work. I'll take crackers from here. Fine, <laughs> fine. <laughs> that, so so Leo, so Leo, you just hear crackers suddenly give this like. Just this impression, because we already established that Crackers can also do other voices oh, yeah, like Otis. Yeah. <laughs> Sugar. And so, so Leo, you just like you're just completely shocked by this bird just being able to do this like new voice completely flawlessly. And then you hear the guard around the corner just like stop and be like, Miss Elodie, what are you? Are you all right? I'm I'm fine, Sugar baby, darling. <laughs> just just get 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 back to your post. That's what I was hoping he would say. She would say. Yeah, just. No, no, I, he, Crackers isn't a player, but I know this would be a convince manipulate role. So I think instead of that, Leo, I'm going to have you do another sneak around oh, role. fuck you, man. <laughs> what have you done? Hey, this is awesome. Oh, this better, okay, so what can I use? I mean, do I just roll? Can use, yeah, use everything. Can you yeah. use the story tag? Of, is that Two goalies. Here's, here's the deal. <laughs> with what skill? Here's the deal. Uh, crackers will give you plus one since they're kind of covering for you. This is some bullshit. <laughs> Nine. Okay. Uh, yes! God, yes! Oh, I can't wait till we get in the casino. Shit's going down. <laughs> All right, you must leave something important behind. So, Feather? Yeah, so uh, Crackers hops off your shoulder and onto the fuse box and just turns to you. It's like... Uh, and as you hear, like, the guard about to turn the corner, you start, like, kind of, like, fast shuffling down the alleyway. And right as you see the shadow about to turn, uh, you hear Crackers go, You get back to your post right now, darling, or I will have your head on a new fucking platter. Do you hear me? And I kind of turn around like, God dang. And Crackers turns you and, like, glares at you. And I just give him a thumbs up. <laughs> I said, go! <laughs> and I kind of look like, am I just taking fucking orders from a parrot now? And you hear the guard go, yes, ma'am. And just immediately turn back to the Vedos. And, and I, I briskly walk back to, to, to Daisy and I wipe the sweat off my brow. And I'm like, 
what the fuck did I just experience? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing the time that is allotted, you know, from all this exchange. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess, do I have to wait to get online or do I just, just come back go. with us? Yeah. So, uh, Eugene, next? have you been waiting on uh, Leo? Daisy and I have been waiting on the okay. street. So Leo comes back to you guys. Well, that was close. Um, remind me to give props to that bird. Daisy, shall we? Yes, sir. Lead the way. Crackers is in place. He's in place. Very good. Godspeed. Miss Daisy? Mm, yes. <clears throat> and he str- Does he have a tie or anything? Did you give it, it's, 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 a, it's, it's, it's just a regular, like, 70s suit. So, so they, they do have the ties. It's most people always kept them. Collar open. Collar open. Yeah. Ah, okay. Well, he straightens yeah. his collar yeah. and uh, says to Daisy, I have <clears throat> every confidence that you will... Um, prove your worth and and earn your your keep oh my god and like as you're like stuttering she just like grabs you by the collar and just like kisses you real quick and then like pushes you back all right you need to grow some balls (laughs) hopefully that helped them drop and then and in the distance in the casino i can just stare i'm like Bitch. <laughs> I can feel it. As we're walking, I'm just like, remember, 10 o'clock. And uh, both of you go to the front? No, no, no. One of you at a time. But I'm with, with oh, Daisy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're going first. Okay. So uh, they're heading toward the entrance. Eugene, what are you doing? Um, I'm going to uh, just follow like, like just Well, go. I have to. Oh, that's right. I have to play CEMP. Eugene, roll sneak around for me real quick. I'm going to add. Uh, evading detection. I could evade detection to walk like a cat and invisibility to not be seen. Okay, go for okay, it. Great. Plus two. Uh, six plus two is eight. I saw that one. I was like, <gasps> yeah. The, the one is evil. Yeah. <laughs> Look at my eyes, evil. Snake wink. <laughs> Isn't it eight a partial success? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we'll get back to that in a second. Leo and Daisy, you all walk up to the entrance, and what's sort of your plan? Are you just kind of going to be going in there as, like, regular club goers? Like, you're just going to be in the line, or do you have some sort of, like... Are we just walking up? Oh, yeah, you just walk in. Like, they're not going to stop you. It's still a casino. But he said there's a line. Yeah, there's a bouncer bouncer and a line. Got it. Yeah, so what's your guys' plan? Daisy, how do you suggest we get in? I mean, we can just walk up and charm the bouncer. That's what I would normally do. Well, you're the eyes and the brain. Let's do what you do. I'll follow your lead. All right. The two of you walk, like, right up to the bouncer, trying to do the, you know, high society, like, jump in the line thing. Uh, You okay? Yeah, I was going to ask, is Daisy a story tag? Yes. Continue. So, uh, the two of you walk right up to the bouncer, doing the high society thing of, like, jumping the line. The bouncer just looks, like, just stares directly at you. He goes like, can I help you? And uh, right before you even speak, Leo, Daisy's just like, oh, we are here to enjoy the club. This is, she turns to you, Blaze Steelman, the head of Steelman Manufacturing. And he wants to enjoy his night in this fair city. He's visiting, you know, and uh, he's visiting with a lot of money in his pocket. Ain't you, dear? Absolutely, madam. So yeah, so if you would let us in so we could have some uh, fun, you know, some uh, fun before our fun later. (laughs) Uh, So roll Convince Manipulate with Daisy helping you out as a story tag. 
Oh, okay. God. Do you have any other tags there, Leo? Uh, let's see. Um, you just say the word. I got the coin. I'll fucking throw it at the first person. <laughs> God, you just enter this and then immediately whip around and just go, I'm waiting. I'm waiting with the coin <laughs> up like, above like, your shoulder. You know what? As I'm walking around, you know, acting like a guard, the coin's tight in my hand. Just like, because I, mean, I am just I'll, waiting. I mean, all jokes aside, because given that I'm a, I'm a member of high class and she just introduced me as the owner, mm-hmm. I would think, like, I would just keep a straight face not wanting to be, like, given especially the response that I gave to her. Mm-hmm. I feel like these are moments where I could legitimately use veteran doctors' comma that. Yeah. Yeah. So Why don't you just tip them? Agreed. <laughs> what, with what money? You're a doctor. With a credit card, he, he just he just said that I don't, I don't have cash. I mean, like fifty bucks. So that your downtime, you couldn't think about bringing cash. So you're using Daisy and Veteran Doctors Com. That's yes. plus two. Roll it. Eight. Eight. Okay. So wait, it's it's a faded two. Oh, I thought yeah. it was a seven. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that would be a seven on a six-sided dice. I know. I was like, how'd you get that dice? <laughs> Alrighty, so uh, you walk up and you know she introduced you as uh, Blaze Steelman, and uh, me and the bouncers like, oh, good to have a big time player here at the club. Uh, Can I see some ID though? And uh, Samuel, you hear that as you're standing right yeah. next to the door. And I come up to the what was the bouncer's name? Uh, the bouncer's name is uh, Brock. That's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> I go up to him and was like, Brock, it's okay. It's ever it's a regular. She brings only the finest around. Roll it. And I use hypnotic voice, opportunist, appearance professional, and illusionary appearance. All right. Plus four. Six, ten, ten. Ten. Boom. Okay, so yeah, you once again, you feel your power sort of like... We are giving the fucking edge. You, oh, you feel your power shape around your tongue as your... Uh, words flow directly into the bouncer's ears and he goes oh yeah i remember miss everett you you walk right in ahead have yourself a fun time i walk up to brock and i, I like whisper that she gives good tips if you know what i mean <laughs> treat her good offer her a, a bottle of your finest oh right, put the word in all right you two uh, go on in ahead have some yourself some fun. Follow me this way, gentlemen. Also, the first person in line, you know, wearing like like a suit with an ascot. It's like, excuse me, I've been waiting here forever, and you'll have your turn. Are you the head of a manufacturing company? No, I own a string of groceries. Not fancy enough. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so the the two of you walk oh, in the man. door. I go, ma'am, sir, welcome to the rolling note. Enjoy yourself. I extend my hand out. And I slide a couple of chips. And I, and I, and I see what he's doing. I, I extend my hand. I was like, it's a pleasure meeting you. Pleasure meeting you as well. Your okay. table's over there. Are these actual chips? They... Yeah, these actual chips. Uh, okay, how did you take them? Slide of hand. I walked up to a table and just kind of just... Okay, roll sneak around. Okay. I'll use slide of hand, opportunist, appear as a professional. Cool. Awesome. Oh, and sway for gifts. Which is that one? Sway for gifts. Basically... If anyone catches me, they're giving me stuff. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Go for it. Plus four. Oh, and the rich will be poor. No. Come no, on. No. The rich people have money. <laughs> yeah, but they don't know that you're doing yeah, it. You're not manipulating no, no, anybody. No. Go for it. Right. You got three. I would have been like, one, two, three. You're the okay, only greedy roll. person. I thought oh, it was four. Four. Yeah, four. Eight, seven, eleven. Four. Cool. So, yeah, you totally swiped, uh, like, a couple of casino chips from a table. I have enough for both, by the way. 
Cool. Front for him, one for you. All right. So I'm going to say that with like the full roll there, you swipe yeah. some chips and you're able to effortlessly like give them to them. Give some to him. And as you say, welcome to the rolling note, you all look out at the grander casino and you are just in another world. You hear the sounds and the music from the slots. You hear the, the, the pre-show. Yeah, you hear the crowd around you. You hear the music from the pre-show playing on the stage. Uh, there's roulette tables. There's blackjack. There's a triangle bar right in the center stocked with only the finest liquors. And you see above you a balcony. And at the edge of the balcony, you see just prominent figures there. You actually see Rad Grit up there. Uh, you see in another... Wait, the actual Rad Grit is here? Yes. Uh, at, the, at the high rollers or yes. at the base? Yeah, he, he's at the uh, the balcony. Oh, he's he's cool. sitting in the spot where everyone can see where he is. Of course. Um, you can Typical s- red grid. All right. Uh, you actually you see <laughs> yeah you, you see rad grit there you see uh mayor dense this is apparently one of the nights where he oh, goes here just man. to frequent <laughs> they're gonna die <laughs> wait uh, gonna kill do a you look like rad grit or yes no. or I, are you rad grit i sort of look like okay so mm-hmm. maybe we're all i'm right. off i'm off grit i have a tan he's grittish <laughs> i'm grittish yeah Got it. I'm his brother, Nadgrit. <laughs> I'm Nadgrit. But here's the thing. Those aren't the only notable people at this club. Oh, fuck. Eugene, you rolled a mixed success on the sneak around. In the and, alley, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to add a little complication here. You, you turn yourself invisible and sneak your way to the fuse box, and even Crackers doesn't notice you until you start slowly opening it and placing the EMP, which, as it leaves your hands, turns visible. And Crackers goes like, is that, is that you? Yes, it's me. Keep quiet. You're doing a great job, Crackers. I'm, I'm very proud of you. Yeah, we, we got a problem. What, 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 what do you mean? Remember that van? Oh, no. The van. And yeah. Crackers turns its head toward the corner. I look to where he's, he's pointing. Still invisible. As you peer around the corner uh, while still invisible, you see the van. And you see a few of the goons. And then you see, coming out of the pasture seat, no. a man in a suit so crimson it could no. almost be black. <laughs> Fuck. No. You see Renfield. Guess who I'm avenging today? <laughs> and that's where we're going to end the session. For the record, I'm the real lovebird. (laughs) (laughs) I've been holding that since he said lovebird earlier.